0: Here is the news in VOA Special English. I'm Christopher Cruz, reporting from the VOA News Headquarters in Washington. At least four bombings in Nigeria killed 39 people on Sunday. The Islamic group Boko Haram claimed responsibility for the attacks. The deadliest bombing happened during a Christmas Day service at a Roman Catholic church near the capital Abuja. Another bomb exploded at a Christian religious center in the city of Jos. Officials say a police officer who was guarding the area was shot and killed around the time of the explosion. In northeastern Nigeria, witnesses said a bomb exploded near a religious center during Christmas services. Nearby, a fourth attack took place in the capital of Yobe State. Officials there said three people were killed when a car carrying a bomb exploded near the headquarters of the secret police. The Obama administration called the bombings senseless terrorism. The Vatican called them acts of blind hatred. An Afghan official says at least 19 people were killed and 50 wounded in a suicide attack Sunday in northern Afghanistan. A member of Afghanistan's national parliament was among those killed. Officials say the bomb exploded near a funeral service in the province of Takhar. There was no immediate claim of responsibility. About 100,000 people gathered in the city of Karachi on Sunday to show support for one of Pakistan's most famous cricket players. Imran Khan led the national team in 1992 when it became the only Pakistani team to win the Cricket World Cup. Mr. Khan is now the leader of the Movement for Justice party. In October, About 100,000 of his supporters demonstrated in Lahore. Several leading politicians have joined the party. Mr. Khan's increasing popularity comes at a time of political unrest in Pakistan. The government is facing pressure to resign, partly because of the release of a secret document. That document asked the United States to help prevent the Pakistani military from ousting the government of President Asif Ali Zardari. An exiled Syrian opposition leader has urged the Arab League to send a new group of observers to the city of Homs. Activists in Homs say government troops have increased violence against anti-government protesters. Syrian National Council leader Borhan Galyoun spoke Sunday on a video broadcast. Syria is expecting the first of 50 of more than 100 observers to arrive on Monday. Syria agreed to the observers under pressure from the 22-member Arab League. The observers will make sure that Syria follows a plan to end the violence against government protesters. Iran is denying an American report that it is protecting a man thought to work for al-Qaeda. The United States has accused Yassin al-Shuri of moving money and sending al-Qaeda agents through Iran to the group's bases in Afghanistan and Pakistan. The Syrian-born man is also known as Ezzedine Abdelaziz Khalil. On Thursday, the United States said it would pay $10 million for information leading to his capture. Officials in Libya have announced a program to disarm thousands of former rebels who helped oust Muammar Gaddafi. Planning Minister Issat al-Tajouri said the former rebels will be made part of the military or offered police or other civilian positions. Under the program, some former rebels would become military leaders. Defense Minister Osama Jouili said many of the former rebels would become border guards. He said oil fields and oil production centers would also receive guards. Libya's Interior Minister, Fawzi Abdelahi, said many of the former rebels could be offered positions in his ministry. He recently estimated that 25,000 former rebels would join the Interior Ministry, with another 25,000 joining the Defense Ministry. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English from Washington. The Sudanese army says it has killed the leader of a rebel group in the Darfur area. The state-run Sudan News Agency says the army reported the death of Khalil Ibrahim. Mr. Ibrahim led the rebel justice and equality movement. The report says Ibrahim was killed Sunday in fighting near Wadbanda. The independent Radio Dabanga says Ibrahim's family has confirmed the death. The army claimed thirty members of Ibrahim's group were also killed in fighting last week in North Kordofan State. Thousands of workers at a gold and copper mine in eastern Indonesia have returned to work. The Grasberg mine is owned by a company in the United States. About 8,000 Grasberg workers began striking in September. They were demanding higher pay, claiming to be among the lowest paid miners in the world. Most of them earned just two or three dollars an hour. This month they agreed to go back to work after a 37% increase in pay. The mine is expected to be fully operational next month. Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihiko Noda has asked China's leader to help secure the area following the death of North Korea's leader Kim Jong-il. Mr. Noda spoke in Beijing Sunday with Chinese Premier Won-Jubao, He is the first foreign head of government to meet with Chinese leaders since Mr. Kim's death on December 17th. The Japanese Prime Minister is set to meet Monday with Chinese President Hu Jintao before returning home. And finally at this hour, a 15-year-old American boy has become the youngest person to ever climb the highest mountains on all seven of the world's continents. Jordan Romero reached the top of Mount Vinson in Antarctica Saturday. The mountain is 5,000 meters high. Jordan and his team are expected to return to the base camp on Sunday. The team includes his father. At age 10, Jordan became the youngest person to reach the top of Africa's Mount Kilimanjaro. He then set a goal to climb the highest mountains on all of the Earth's continents. Before climbing Mount Vincent, Jordan prepared by climbing the world's tallest mountain, Mount Everest. Now briefly, here again is the major news of the hour in VOA Special English. At least four bombs exploded in Nigeria on Sunday. Thirty-nine people died in the attack. The Islamic group Boko Haram claimed responsibility. A suicide bomber killed at least nineteen people Sunday at a funeral in northern Afghanistan. And officials in Libya have announced a program to disarm thousands of former rebels who helped oust the former Libyan leader, Muammar Gaddafi. And that's the news at this hour in VOA Special English. For more news anytime from around the world, go to VOAnews.com. I'm Christopher Cruz, VOA News, Washington.